Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Presentation. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us. It is Monday. It is December 19th, 2022. It is 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, wherever it is you are. And you're tuned into the drive-in speaker box, the best in film. Wait, the best in film. Yeah, the best in film. I was about to That's say my it. old thing. Film scores, DVD news, movie reviews, and everything. And I forgot that it's not 2013 anymore. And uh, we don't talk about DVD news, and we don't do film scores yeah. here on the show. Even did... even like Wally World, the the disc section is minimal. Yeah. So we're gonna talk to you about movie shit, guys. So buckle up, uh, like and subscribe if you're having a good time. Uh, make sure you subscribe on wherever it is you watch it. Facebook, uh, you can like. I think you can all. I think you can even monetize. Like you can send us a, a, stars. a stars or something, and we're signed up for that program. So if you're on Facebook, send us some stars, and Twitch, which you can subscribe to, which is really awesome, and then YouTube Live, which I, you know, it's so hard to make money off YouTube, but it's there for you. And uh, also, if you want to just get the audio version of this podcast, you can download those wherever you get your podcast. Uh, one of our our viewers, uh, shout outs to Furious Apology. Hey, over there on Twitch. Which um, one of our viewers, Sam, he sent me a, uh, he put it in a, our Discord, which uh, if you're following in the chat live, you can check out our Discord there and chat with us all week long and all of our viewers. But he put a screenshot and he was just like digging in old school and he was listening to episodes of the show from 2013. Holy crap. Um, that's that's a long time ago. Um, so yeah, there's, there's plenty of driving speaker box for you and... Intros. I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy the Grip. And yeah, it is the week before Christmas. And all through the studio, I've been so busy, I forgot to fucking decorate this entire place. Like, they usually have garland and 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 stockings, one for me, one for Jake, and then I've got, you know, I had to run around and I, like, got my Krampus mask out and our Gremlins Advent. Remember last year, like, every week in December, we opened up, like, the, the Gremlins Advent calendar? And didn't we do, like, the year before that, we did a Christmas Story Advent calendar? And they uh, had, like, the leg... Did- we did Gremlins first, and then and, and then, then Christmas Story. Christmas Story last year. Yeah, it seems like it was only yesterday. Yeah, not that long ago. Uh, but we got our Turbo Man back here, and we got our Elf glass set. Got our Christmas Gremlin up there. Like I tried to scramble around as much referential Christmas crap as I could find. So yay, Christmas specials! So there you go. Um, I didn't see any movies this week because I'm super busy running a Christmas bar. Uh, uh-oh, because that's two, because the only thing I wanted to see was the uh, the new Michael Jai White movie, but it was also only, it was like 13 bucks to purchase it, and... Um, and you didn't. I didn't. Yeah. <sighs> Jake. Well, the only thing at the theater was Avatar. I looked at every local theater, and we had nothing. No, it's, it's all Avatar. If and I wanted to drive, like, all the way to Rogers, there was a few showings of the Fablemans, but also that's three hours of Steven Spielberg. Like every single movie like, right now me. is over three hours long, yeah. and like that's that's that, that 
I hate that. Like, how, it, am, I, it was, how am I supposed to, to factor that? That's 17 hours of my day. It was hard for me to find a reason to drive 45 minutes away to watch a three-hour movie of Steven Spielberg being like, well, look at me, look and at then drive 45 minutes back. So. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, guys. We're That's five hours to We go don't on. have any new movies to review. I'm going to see Avatar this weekend because my parents want to go see a Christmas movie, and I we're going to go see the it. first one. I, I don't want to just jump into the second you, one. Not, I haven't seen the first it's one. It's not like you're going to miss anything. It's I like, mean, we're know what giant happened, right? blue, and here's some white people that come yeah. to save our people, and one of them falls in love with this tree a that, dude, like, sticks a root up his tuchus, and yeah. he becomes an Avatar too. A dude whose yeah. legs don't work gets put into an Avatar avatar to trick the indians i mean um blue people into uh letting the um invaders take their unobtainium and then he um ponytail sexes one of them Mm -hmm. and decides he wants to stay in in the avatar yeah which i think got it down i didn't miss the ponytail sex is what keeps everybody wanting to be but that's also how they like ride their pterodactyls and things like that right they just like have sex with them they hook up their ponytails hey dude with the tendril with the so what do you do with your ponytail not that (laughs) i don't know is that why you always keep it up in a bun because you're afraid that it might like slip off and connect to something i promise the origin of slick doggy i don't remember doing that I can tell you the origin of Slick Doggy. I, mean, I can. Is, is Jake wanted a cool nickname for himself. <laughs> and That's not he, how it happened. Mm-hmm. No. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll think about it throughout the episode. That should have been something we talked about in the, in the, in the pre, pre-episode bit, uh, just for the uh, Twitch streamers. Oh, yeah. Bonus content, yeah, yeah, on our Patreon that we never updated. I think we had, like, one subscriber on our Patreon. And he, he, like, it was Vince. No, it was, well, I guess two, because it was Jordan, and he never watched the show anyway, um, but he was just happy to support, because you gotta, you got to love guys Maybe like we'll that. give a little tidbit at the end of the show, just for just for the, the true fans there about the just origin of Slick Doggy. the tip Doggie. of slip, Slick Doggy. Uh, anyway, what's going on in the news this week? Um, this week oh. was just mostly, oh, an anonymous viewer has gifted a sub. Hey, hot to damn. Radio Slick. Thank you. Look at that. Vince says Disney Plus with their editing of all the movies, Star Wars and things like that. They have taken the ponytail linkage. Um, they yeah. took it out? They took out ponytail sex? Mm-hmm. That's what made it so popular with all the the furries and the and the cosplayers and the people that, you know, like to wear body paint and connect their tips. Uh, like, oh, that's the Pandora they all hey. want to Thanks, Vince. Congrats, yeah. Richbo. Gifted, gifted, like it's Christmas yeah. in here. All these gifted so, subs. Richbo has great synopsis, and, and then Radio Slick says it's on the Blu-ray jacket. It is what's on the Blu-ray jacket. <laughs> yeah, we're just reading it right off. It's right. It's, it's right there, right here in front of us. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, what what happened in the news that we we haven't talked about this week? Henry Cavill. Oh this man, is, this is relative. Well, we only do this show once a week, so this is new to you guys. Um, if you hadn't already seen it. What a raw deal, DC. All the, with, for everything. So Warner Brothers just totally screwed Superman here because uh, they're like, hey, man, c- come back over to DC. We're going to bring back Superman. you got to quit Witcher, a, though. He's going to be a big deal. you got to you, quit the coolest thing you've been doing in a long Witcher. time. It's like we know it's a passion project, and we know that you correct everyone on set because you love it so much, and you're really what makes that show, and the only reason it's a success, and, and you're going to forever be linked with that character alongside the voice actor that portrays him in the games that made it popular. 
get rid of it. And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, what about money? And you're Superman first. And he's like, okay. We got lots of money. You got me. I was Superman first. Let's do it. And they're like, ooh, James Gunn decided no. And he was like, come again, what? Like less than two weeks. like After they've already recast Witcher. Yeah. Two weeks after they had him like announce that he was Superman because the uh, Black Adam scene they were just like, ooh, well, James Gunn wants him to be a younger guy, so you're out. James Gunn controls DC now. Um, tough luck, man. Under but, the gun. So he was scrapped from being Superman, taken away from uh, his beloved The Witcher, but instead now, uh, what was it, Amazon? Well, yes, Amazon just obtained the rights to be able to have 40K. Oh, dude! If Henry Cavill rolls out as a space marine, yes, that's I his, will watch a forty. He's going show. to be either a Primarch or like the captain of the space marines. No, that I mean, imagine really good looking Henry Cavill, but now he's a space marine, so he's not handsome anymore. But he's the the biggest, most badass dude in the galaxy. I would totally watch a forty k show, just tearing the heads like, off of Tyranids and chaos. The, uh, so for those of you guys that that, that that aren't did you huge, not know about this part? Lame nerdos. Um, Forty Warhammer Forty K has some of the thickest, most insane lore of any game. Like it's never been adapted to like a cartoon show or a movie because it's too freaking wild. There's independent films like CGI animated films that are the titties. They are so cool. And, and the video just, games. The video games are just they're just bananas. I, I like the orcs are kind of my home. I, I love the orcs. I meant to tell you, uh, Necromunda is on sale for four bucks right now. Oh, four bucks. Yeah. No space to play it. But no space marines in Necromunda, but doesn't it matter. Forty k. I'm into the orcs. The wog all day, you know. That's that's those are my boys. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that 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 if I would I would totally watch a 40k show. Yeah. Um, I think that that if they if done well, and you could have just seasons upon seasons upon seasons of a 40k show. You know, it could just never end. Henry Cavill in uh, space marine armor, yelling for the emperor, charging in. I want him to be like, uh, uh, what's the what's the game? Where, Starcraft? No, man. Because that's 40K, just a rip off. Of, well, that's just a rip off. Starcraft is just a rip off of forty k. What's the? There's a there's a top down game and it's really cool. And you're like a you're like a priest. You're not one of the tech priests. Oh, it was the one that, that didn't we play for like a hot minute on Xbox Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you like make the heretics pay and yeah. suffer. Whatever those guys are. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah. uh, Vince asks, Bo, have you tried Monkey Island yet? It's on sale on Steam. I've purchased it on Xbox Live, and I've also I pre-ordered it, and I still haven't tried. I haven't had a chance to play it because I've been too busy. And sad story is I sat down once. I, I, I got to get home from work uh, around midnight, which is really early for me. And uh, I get home, and I'm like, oh, man, it's just, what am I going to do with all this extra time that I normally have in my evening that I'd be still working at the bar? And I'm like, I'm going to play Monkey Island when I get home. Yeah, hell yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to put it, I'm, you know what, I'm not even going to do it on my computer. I'm going to go sit down, I'm going to buy it on Xbox, and I'm gonna, so I can play it on my 80-inch TV with my surround sound and just, like, get immersed in, in Monkey Island, you know. And, uh, and I sit down. 
and you know i'm ready for like take me to the caribbean get me in there and then as soon as i like get in there i'm like oh bonus features i'm looking at the bonus features just like getting in it and my dumbass next door neighbors get home right at that moment and start just blaring metal and having like a party and like smoking i can smell it through the freaking walls and i can hear everything and i can't i can't think about getting lost on the beaches of the caribbean and getting, searching for mon- the secrets of monkey on i got mad and i turned it off bummer i haven't had a chance to play that was my one t- that was my that was my time it was my time down there well henry cavill will be Space Marine, and that'll be more of your time. But hey, talking about video games uh, that are loud uh, and and related to television in some way, uh, this this week for PC and Xbox, uh, the new Justin Roiland game came out high on life. Uh, it's basically like a first-person Rick and Morty type thing. It's a lot of fun. I like it, but that's if you don't like Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland type stuff. Then you're probably going to hate it. You might not be so into it. I mean, it's not Rick and Morty, but it is. You know, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's out there. It's free on Game Pass. That's how I'm playing it. Uh, and what else? I saw this was just kind of fun news. It doesn't have anything to do with anything except movies. But the uh, the the original E.T. animatronic mm-hmm. just sold at an auction for over $2.5 million. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. At that same auction... Uh, the Ten Commandments, held by Charlton Heston, were sold for four hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars. And uh, Harry, Potter's I like how the Ten Commandments did not command the same price tag as ET. I mean, they're just stone tablets. This that was like you're purchasing like a actual. Yeah, but it's not like you have a. You can't control it from your iPhone. Like those old That's animatronics, true. it like took a team of six dudes like pulling levers and servos. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then Harry Potter's Nimbus 2000 uh, brought $128,000. Some of these, that's if, it? Yeah, well, some of these, Man, there's probably more really than... people really hate JK these days. There's probably more than one of them out there, and it's it's one of those things where there's only one E.T. skeleton, right? There's probably a couple of copies of the Ten Commandments, or it's easy to make a copy. Yeah, you could probably make one at home. Yeah, and the Nimbus, same thing, you know, but... There you go. Hey, you know what? Bad news for moviegoers. Hey, Furious. Thanks Such as yourself that enjoy some Bose Bites. Uh, Consumer Reports did a test on 28 brands of dark chocolate. So if you like dark chocolate at all, and they found that every one of them had high heavy metal contents. Heavy metal chocolate. Not that. Lead and cadmium. So uh, if you like uh, dark chocolate candies at all, Turns out not so healthy. So be careful when what going I mean, to what the movies. Getting your iron and your nickel in your diet—that's that's right, right? You know. Yeah, but not lead. Well, what? A, I mean, it didn't kill them back then. We used to use lead-based paint, and everybody turned out okay, Except right? For people that ate it. Why would you eat paint? People do. Uh, you know what, dude? Talking about toxic things. Uh, old Sarah Michelle Geller uh, did an interview recently. And she kind Sarah of, Michelle Geller. Yeah, she uh, she uh, re in reinforced some of the things that came out about old uh, uh, Joss Whedon not oh, long ago. Oh, Joss. We talked about. Yeah, and she, remember Joss? She uh, she was like, oh yeah, when I was young, I worked on a set for a long time, and it was just the worst place on earth, and it was toxic as hell, and and I hate everything about it. And uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, bitch, she's talking about Buffy. 
She's most likely talking about you Buffy. You know she was talking about Because Buffy. when all that stuff came out, what, last year, year before, something mm-hmm. like that, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with my name being forever attached to Buffy Summers or whatever, but I don't ever want it to be attached again to Joss Whedon. Yeah, nobody likes Joss. I, oh, I, I'm pretty sure we called that. Like, we were always kind of being like, Joss Whedon. I've never liked him. <laughs> I mean, I think Firefly was the only thing I gave him a pass for, but past that... No. Yeah, he he took over some X-Men comics in like 2000 and made them awful. Yeah, we knew. We knew. We weren't those flip-floppers. We knew. We always know. We're just, we, we, I mean, if you go back, like, I'm pretty sure, uh, I, I know Sam's not in the chat right now because I think he's traveling, but uh, he, he is like our resident, like, knows more about our show than we do, and uh, he would probably confirm that we've been we've been calling it since uh since way longer than i like to admit i've been doing this show so there you go um matt ferry's over on facebook saying he loves chocolate but he'll get a zit Mm. um that's never 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 good jake can't wait for jj abrams to get me too says vince (laughs) fucking hate jj abrams so much yeah Uh, except cloverfield the original cloverfield movie was good i liked it i liked the cloverfield lane i thought that was a good movie i never watched it what it wasn't a monster movie as soon as they stepped away from being like the well i mean john goodman's I, he's the, the monster. monster yeah it's so good because john goodman is like he's good and he's bad and he's bad and he's good all at the same time it's so good it's kind of like his role in uh fallen like i love that movie because it's just I like, like good it john goodman's bad a bad guy like I in do. uh in uh, like old in brother we're out there where he's not the bad, where he grabs that <laughs> toad and launches it at the tree that was that traumatized me man i don't like oh, that man. john goodman i mean you know you know i don't like the like uh thriller movies i don't like suspense i don't like, like scary so stuff dude that's not true i, mean, I grew up on some hardcore horror what was it mm-hmm. vince my mom used to read me goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> uh radio said over on twitch says lane was better for sure no motion sickness uh yeah, yeah there's that there's that one the, the uh, shaky cam it might have been Cloverfield, or there's one other I went and watched, and uh, I was pretty close to the screen, and they had the uh, motion sick notice up, and I did have to close my eyes for like just a second, but uh, I didn't think it was that bad. I think it was the the first Born movie. I think it was the first one, and I mean the, the theater was like sold out or whatever, and and I had to sit like on the second row from the the screen, and it was one of these big theaters. And I couldn't do it. I left because it was like, oh, God. And I'm oh, like right really? there. And it, So I just remember, it wasn't Cloverfield. It was the one where the dudes get like the superpowers with uh, Michael B. Jordan. and The uh, one with the cell phone? Yeah, yeah. That I thought was so stupid. Hey, not, thanks for the sub, not Al. Yeah, appreciate um, it. Yeah, it was the where, where I thought it was so stupid because it was all found footage. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there was like all these, he was like summoned all these cell phones to like, surround him Mm -hmm. and i'm like just so they could get an angle i'm like this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen and it had that like really angry skinny looking leonardo dicaprio clone kid um he he looks like he looks like basketball diaries leonardo dicaprio but like malnourished what that's does this connection in my brain that's just the way it's it's the kid that played Green Goblin in the Andrew Garfield. Yes. And he looks he like... Look, 
like doesn't a, look like, like a Leo. teenage. A teenage I watched Leo. Growing Pains, bro. He doesn't look like. But like with Leo. a cocaine habit, like because he's got <laughs> uh, those bags under his eyes. Yeah. Like if there was like, you know how like Superman had like Bizarro Superman. Dane, Dane something. Yeah, we can't. We don't memorize all their names. But yeah, like you know how Bizarro Superman's like has the powers and all that stuff, but he's like, oh, but me stupid and dark colored, and uh, like yeah, that's the Bizarro Leonardo DiCaprio. To me, in my head, in my world. Bizarro wouldn't say me stupid. He'd say, if he was going to say he's stupid, he'd say me am smart. That's right, because he speaks. But in, the rules don't, they're yeah. not. They're very loose. Yeah. Because uh, it's a stupid character. Um, <laughs> I like Bizarro. <laughs> what? Well, you can like him. Doesn't mean he's a, not a stupid character. Um, That's true. Mm. I think most of the characters I like and well, things are stupid. It's kind of like the alternate universe Star Trek stuff is super dumb, but it's also super awesome at the same time. Talking about like evil Terran Empire, like yeah. Mirrorverse? Mirrorverse stuff where, uh -huh. they, where they like go, but I have a mustache. And they're just like evil as shit. And, or like the one where it was like the, the Mirror Universe... Uh, uh, Deep Space Nine, Those are the where best. Nana visitors like I'm horny as hell. I'm gonna have sex with every person because that's what I do, and like I'm I'm also a dominatrix and a conqueror. Yeah. and it was just this so stupid. Dane, Dane DeHaan. Dane there it is. Thank I knew you, it was Dane something. And, uh, and and and, and yeah, agrees. He says I see it now. Yeah, Kira's Kira's character is wild in the Mirrorverse. So weird. She's like, come into my bedroom so I'm sex on you real hard and then throw you in the dungeons. It's like so stupid. <laughs> uh, Vince says, I had to clip the Goosebumps clip. I forgot where it started. When I was a kid, I was into hardcore horror. LOL. <laughs> Thank did, you. Did I literally say that? <laughs> I was into hardcore horror? Hardcore horror, Hardcore dude. horror, bro. My mom read me Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Scary tales to tell in the dark, man. Yeah, Something. Anyway, uh, any other news that you had on your pieces of paper? Uh, just some new trailers that came out. Uh, there was the trailer for Oppenheimer released. Oh, yeah. That's coming out in July. That looks pretty good. The bomb. Has old Killian Murphy in it, and it's directed by uh, 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 that dude. Everyone likes Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. So there's going to be a lot of bombs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's like, Christopher Nolan's so great. And I go, tell me more about Tenet. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, never mind. Not that one. Yeah. Well, and people are starting to realize that some of his Batman movies are turd trash. Mm hmm. Begins is sick, though. Batman yeah. Begins is, is it's, so it's good. It's pretty tight. Uh, and then there was the trailer for 65. Did you see that? I did not. With Adam Driver, and he's fighting dinosaurs with guns. Wait, what? Yeah, they travel, and they're traveling into the future, but they accidentally go into the past, and now it's just him and, and some girl, because there's only one survivor, and it's very much like that Will Smith and um, uh, Jaden Smith movie, After oh, After Earth. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot like After Earth, but instead of like everything being um, evolved to kill humans, it's just dinosaurs, and they're they're ready to do it already anyhow. So because uh, they know we already like dinosaurs. Yeah, they're supposed to be going to the future or something. They go to the past. He has however x number Land of passengers. End of the lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But only one of them's alive, and it's some helpless girl. So him and his future gun are ready, and uh, it shows him just like pumping bullets into the face of a T Rex and it not caring. Um, and he gets dragged off by a raptor and stuff. Or a I like how dinosaurs in, in dinosaur movies always seem to be way more bulletproof than I'm pretty sure they'd be in real life. Um, 
Furious Apologies asking about the David Hasselhoff movie. That that was uh, Kung Fury, I oh, believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kung Fury rules. And I think they were supposed to make a sequel. Uh, Hasselhoff wasn't in the movie, but he did Soul Survivor, yeah. the song, which mm-hmm. is an excellent song. It's such a good song, and the music video for it is all Kung Fury. It rules. Um yeah, it's a pretty interesting. It, it it was like internet at that moment, the movie, and yeah, yeah, N- Norwegian internet. Yeah, everybody, you know, uh, it's like funny. You know, there's things that are considered quote unquote wacky that go through phases of of the pop culture zeitgeist you know like back when everything was bacon flavored and that was like a whole wacky thing and then pickles were like a whole wacky thing and then ninjas were like a big thing and then pirates usually come and go and then robot ninja pirates come and go ninjas have never not been a big thing yeah but they they like come in and was like oh what if it's like a ninja dinosaur that eats pizza (laughs) wacky and then they're like yeah remember four years ago and that was also wacky and then like six years ago before that when it was wacky and then remember like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles which kind of invented the whole ninja pizza thing and like oh okay it's like yeah you weren't so cool for just thinking about this right now were you Chad and uh anyway <laughs> I think ninja pizza dinosaurs would be pretty sick ninja pizza dinosaurs I what was it what was it uh Cadill- Cadillacs and dinosaurs remember that where they would like they had like a time traveling Cadillac and it would go back into the, the time of the dinosaurs and it was like a cartoon in the 90s. I don't I don't know. You know what? And then remember Denver, the last dinosaur. He's our friend and a whole lot more. And he was like this rock and roll dinosaur with like a cool mohawk, but he wore wow. red sunglasses. I know what you And he was still about. like a dinosaur, so he couldn't like talk, but he, he could shred. And like pretty sure i have a toy of that yeah. and a t-shirt somewhere uh you know what in high on life the game the justin roiland game mm-hmm. you can watch a movie in its entirety some t-rex movie starring uh, denise richards and paul walker you just you can sit on the couch and watch that movie broadcast in its entirety yeah, well see and justin roiland is kind of one of those genius dudes that capitalizes on that like things that normal Joes would have never thought of as being wacky. And he's like, oh, Fleabum Florps, golly, we're on a planet full of tentacle heads. Oh, gosh, geez, Louise, this tentacle's got a penis on the tip. What are we going to do? It squirts diamonds. And, like, you know, and they're like, shoot it. That's the game. That's literally the game, yeah. You know, it's like, who would have ever thought of, like, penis tip tentacle diamond squeezings? And it's like, well, you know, it's just Mad Libs with funny words. And... Uh, Justin Roiland turned that into a big, huge industry. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have recorded all the dumbass things that I've said that's weird noises and gross mm-hmm. things. I could have had Rick and Morty money. Yeah. Just like you're, you just got to juice your squeezing pooch until some geeble gops come out. And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, man, jeez, I'm gosh. Anyway. You just got to say it real nervous. Yeah. Uh, okay, what, what what else? Other than that, it's just Avatar news, man. It's all Avatar news. Uh, well, uh, this is about the time in the show, the 30-minute mark, where we tell you what's coming out in theaters this weekend, because it is Christmas weekend. There's new movies coming up. Um, Vince coming in on Twitch with the with the comment telling us what Cadillacs and Dinosaur was. Um, yeah, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs is ten awesome. 10 out of 10. That was a really good Super Nintendo game, too. Um, but this weekend, Christmas weekend, uh, new movie. Uh, there's only one really kind of getting into the, the the theaters, although I was talking to um, 
one of our local theater managers because you know you go to movies as often as I do you kind of get to know the staff and he was kind of he was kind of frustrated you were complaining about something no I wasn't he was he was talking about how um Puss in Boots is only going to be like in one screen at one time because uh, it's not Disney. You walked up right when we were talking about it. And yeah, and you were being a total Karen. Can I have the manager, please? No, that was my homie. He, he came over to talk to me. And uh, I would never say that. Um, I would be like, fix the curtaining. Um, <laughs> the, your left channel sub is out in theater four. Um, could just yeah. do like me. Fix the masking. <laughs> and then double slam the doors on the way out. Uh, no, but I was talking to him, and he was just like, "Yeah, because Puss in Boots is is not Disney. It's 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 DreamWorks. And so right now, the theater, it, like Christmas weekend, is pretty much dominated by Disney movies and or Buena Vista Home Entertainment movies or whatever you want to call it, the parent company that is that is Disney." Um, and you know, Post and Boots is not really getting footholds in the theaters because everybody has to have screen placement for Avatar. Everybody's got to have screen placement for the last remaining couple of weeks of, you know, Black Panther and you know all this other stuff. And they'll probably stick Top Gun back in the theaters for another week just to just That's to actually milk still it. in the theaters. One of our local theaters still has it as one of their prime showings. That's ridiculous, man. Oh, that was in the news, too. Tom Cruise, they're still filming Mission Impossible. Can you finish the filming and just give me my movie? That's what I wanted to see for Christmas. Yeah, but uh, instead he's still filming it. He released some video where he jumps out of a a plane and skydives and tells everyone thanks for watching movies, including Top Gun, and he's still filming Mission Impossible. And I just want my movie. I really like the Mission Impossible movies. Hey, they're they're good. It's if, a guilty pleasure. As you, far as action action capers go, mm. Mission Impossible the, the whole franchise is not it's not bad. And I feel really gross saying that. Well, yeah, and if but, you don't like them, I didn't either. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'll do it. And it's it, like saying I you just, don't like National Treasure. Like from a distance, that movie looks like a, a pile of turds. You're like, oh, why would I enjoy that movie? That looks like a pandering crap show with Nicolas Cage, who's probably going to be terrible. And you sit down and you're like, holy crap. This is really one of the good. greatest adventure movies well, ever plus made. Plus you got Sean Bean and Ed Harris as your bad guys. Yeah. I mean, so it, good. It's so good. Uh, but 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 Mission Impossible is that same way. You're like, oh, it's just Tom Cruise and macho crap, blah blah blah. You sit down, you put in Mission Impossible one, and then eight movies later, you're like, where's my next one? Yeah, like I just need, I need another one. Man, that's what I did to get into it, is because Mission Impossible one, it's not the. the I liked the John Woo one. one, the second one, the second one. I liked it with, with all the stoppies hair, and the hair and the, and the, hair, the wind, the doves. And- yeah, double yeah. pistol and doves, man. That's a John Woo signature move. Yeah, invented by Chow Yun Fat and the Killer, uh, and hard boiled. If you go back and you want to dig into your HK action history of what made movies the way they are, you go watch those two early John Woo Hong Kong action films, and you will you will go, oh my god, everything makes sense. If you can get through Mission Impossible one and two, three, and the rest of them are 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 not that different from each other really but one and two are wild movies yeah they're, they're good. good though it's, they're so much Beautiful fun days off yeah yeah 
Uh, Fierce Apology says, wow, can't believe I will have to now watch Nick Cage without sideburns and National Treasure. Uh, Rich Bo asks, is Bose Bites a real thing? I mean, yes and no. It's one of those things where we get started talking about movie theater food or snacks or something in general. Um, or like when we were talking in the in the early opening of the show, we are talking about Arby's and Chicken Sandwich Wars. Um, get me started on food. Like, well... Long story short, I always wanted to go to culinary school, and eventually, like, I found my way into the hospitality industry. I own a cocktail bar now, and I do love love flavors. I love cooking. I love blah, 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 and I get super passionate about it. And, yes, I get super passionate about movie snacks. Sure he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. That's what's coming out in theaters. Puss, puss and boots. I just, it's, there's something. It's such a big cast, too. It's to good. A, 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 a sexy cast. Yeah, it's Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek Puss. and Florence Pugh and um, Harvey Guillen. Like, they're just, I don't know if the producers think it's as funny as I do just hearing Antonio Banderas go, Puss. <laughs> it's just so weird. Because, and, and, like, quasi-sexual. And, Antonio Vendez is puss. <laughs> so, ah! He always does the inhale. You know? Somebody needs to, I think I've said this on the show before, someone make a super cut of all the Antonio Banderas moments where he stops and goes, and then says something like, too sexy. That's a lot of movies. They're like, what's in there. the guitar case? A guitar. You know? And it's just like always, always that. Uh, Logan Van Winkle on Facebook asks, how many Malort swigs have I missed? Enough to get him going. Several. <laughs> uh, God, I love Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. And then, and then he was like, he was like Armand in uh, Interview with the Vampire. And he's just like, Louis. <laughs> it's like, it's in every movie. Is it in Thirteenth Warrior? I don't think he ever does it in Thirteenth like, Warrior. Vikings. <laughs> okay. They ask you where he was from, and he's like, Turkey. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not from Turkey. You're totally from Spain. Um. Anyway, Vince says, thinking I can make Bo take fifty-five <laughs> sips with my points. So let's. That's why there is a ten-minute um, threshold for the Bo's sip redeem thing on our channel points on Twitch because I ain't trying to get total turn. Um, anyway, let's see. Okay, well, that's what's coming out in theaters this week. Uh, we're. I'm. I'm gonna have to see Avatar by the time the next the next show goes around. Babylon will be out. You know, in some theaters. That's that's a movie that's that's also gonna be out in theaters. Do we want to talk about the Avatar money now? I mean, we or might as do, well. Do, okay. Let's so, cover it now because we all know what's number one yeah, at the box office. It's yeah. not like that's a surprise. So Avatar raked in an estimated $134 million in the United States. Yeah. Uh, Which is less than the 150 that they thought it was going to pull. Right. And it brought in about 301 internationally when I last checked it. Uh, that includes $17 million it made in the U.S. on its Thursday preview showings, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, which meant it did make more than it made on the first one. The first one had $26.7 million on its opening day. Um, Only $26 million? R- yeah. And then this one's like, if it doesn't make 150 it sucks. Well, I mean, this was back when like that was big money for a movie, right? Yeah. Um, 
but what the thing is is that it has tied the Batman uh, for like the fourth top opening of the year, uh, and Doctor Strange two remains the highest grossing film of twenty two on its opening day. It opened what was it? Eighty seven point four million on its opening opening day. day. Mm-hmm. And what was Avatar's opening day? Do we know? Or Doctor Strange made 187. On its opening day. Opening day. Dang, dude. Uh, But one thing that keeps them hopeful about Avatar here is that it has a 20% pre-purchase ticket rate uh, for after the weekend. So 20% of all the pre-purchase tickets were for today and throughout the week. Hey. K-Do. Thank you. Thank you for subscribing. Um. So that's higher than what the normal Marvel is. Most Marvel ticket pre-sales are only 5% outside of the weekend. So they have hopes that it'll still make big dollars. And according to Deadline, which talks about movies a lot, they said that Mondays during the holiday are typically the same as most other Saturdays on average. That's true. So Avatar might be raking in a lot of money right now. Oh, yes. And, I mean, you've got the Christmas break. Everybody's going to be bored. It's going to... I think this next weekend's going to be even more huge for it. Uh, And they're... Go ahead. It has over a 90% uh, positive on the uh, exit polls. It's about 91% people. People going, it was cool, man. Mm -hmm. Remember that part where the blue guy got on the, the... Flew the... Flew the creature, man, golly, that was so cool. Yeah. Remember, remember when the guy with the gun like shot at that other guy with the gun, and then they, oh man, and the tree was alive, dude, and man, and there was all this water, and them fish were like, it was like so real, I could touch it, man. I had my 3D goggles on, and it was like coming out of the screen at me, dude. Yeah, now a ton of the movie did get brought in through uh, large format. IMAX and 3D. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and which means premium ticket prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel on Twitch said, uh, was asking about Malort. It says, didn't know what Malort was. Googled it and found this review. Pure unbridled hatred, like Skittles drenched in gasoline, stuffed into a sock. Then someone beat you to death with that sock, like how getting dumped in high school feels. And maybe that's uh, my crusty, dark black soul is why I love it so much. It's nasty. That's unnecessary. Is it not? You want some? No, not that you had your mouth on it, bro. Like you would have had any anyway, you big chicken. And Vince says the first one came out in a time when movies could still run for a while. Now they only get a few weeks. Shawshank was in the theater for a year. Yeah, and that's something that we talk about on the show. It's like, you know, if you don't get it off that that first weekend, then it's considered a failure. And I think that that's an inherent problem with the with the the movie theater model as as um, a money making economy is we, we just don't give these movies a chance and so that's why we're only getting these big giant blockbuster insane movies every week because everyone's trying to just only be at the top not make like a movie that's just i don't know good it has to be a movie that just tops the box office and takes all of our money otherwise i mean it's gonna indiana jones 5 marvel it's like you know the stakes are just always as high as they can go so we're losing out on all these like cool little movies that that end up most of the the, the greatest movies have a lot of the memorabilia that are behind us now are not movies that opened up and shattered box offices they were movies that people saw and were like damn that was a really good movie. like a john wick where people were like damn that was a really good movie and now it's turned into a whole thing 
talking about blockbusters, uh, there was an article I didn't get a chance to read, but uh, it was entitled and had a little synopsis of Spielberg says he regrets what Jaws did uh, to shark populations because it made people more scared of sharks and, and than they were already, and so people took it out on them uh, because of just unbridled fear that they had for uh, animals that they normally would have no interaction with. Mm-hmm. Or like um, Dalmatians with 101 Dalmatians. Or like, no one was going to making coats after that. And if they were, that's Well, no, they, they were they were adopting Dalmatians, oh. and then they'd end up in the pound because they're not really great dogs to unless you have, uh, you know, a, a lot of firm you know, attention to give these dogs. Uh, Vince, uh, I, I want Vince on Twitch said something that I think really is a good way of putting this. He said, we are in the what's next and not the what's good headspace. And I think that, that you're right, you know, and, and this is something that we've talked about before. It's like, you know, how just here on the show, you know, we're like, oh, a new flavor of Oreo, let's try it. You know, I mean, it's the, 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 the marketeering of our, consumer behaviors it's more of that that what's next like we we tried this we need more we need more we need more and they're trying to sell us all these more instead of giving us something that's really great that we keep going back to um it's it's really changed but again it's something that i say all the time that this is not this is not a sustainable model like there's a point where more there can't be you know it, it, it will eventually burst and we're we're almost at a point which we've talked about on the show where if a movie doesn't make a billion dollars it's considered a failure even though like how insane is it that we live in a time where a movie that costs like a hundred million dollars to make makes a hundred and seventy million and it profits like say twenty five million when you take out of distribution costs and all so twenty five million dollars of profit money that you didn't have before you started and they're going no. That's a failure, dude. We're never doing that again. Not even worth it. Like, that's insane when you think about the early days of filmmaking and some of these scrappy, you know, uh, classics like Gremlins. Like, you know, I'm just looking at the background here. Like the first Indiana Jones or the Goonies or, you know, and they're like made a movie and it made some made a profit. And they're like, hey, sick. That was awesome. And look what we did. We succeeded. And it just is not like that anymore. And it's sad. But, yeah. Jake. Sad. You stopped listening like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I, I did not. No. I'm here. I'm present. I'm letting you do your thing. Movies. Yeah, movies, 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 movies. But Christmas. Let's 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 talk. Oh, we said we were going to talk about Christmas movies, oh, and we and Christmas we haven't. Movies. Um, you know, since we got the comments open, we haven't really seen any movies this this uh, week. What are your favorite Christmas movies? Like, you know, you know ours. We love, you know, Jake loves Hook. I mm-hmm. love Die Hard and Gremlins and, you know, The Ref. And, and you know, those those are like... What, That's what a Christmas you? movie? Have you never seen The Ref? I feel like I have. Yeah, it's Dennis Leary, and he's, he's like a Home Alone-style sticky bandit, and he's breaking into this home, and there's this couple that's there, and they hate each other, and he kind of... He kinda, takes them hostage while he's stealing but they're like arguing so much and it just mm. becomes like this big chaotic thing and he's kind of like this uncomfortable marriage counselor and nice. and it's all around christmas you know uh and i want to say like I, I guess i'm not supposed to like that movie anymore because it has oh what's his name in it um kevin the, spacey kevin spacey yeah so i guess i guess that that christmas movie's canceled um 
But but what are what are some of you guys' favorite Christmas movies? Like hit us up in the comments here. I like so we Lethal can, Weapon. That's a um, Shane Black. So Shane Black, uh, he was the writer for for the Louis Lethal Weapon series, among a lot of other really good movies. But he loves Christmas, and so many of his movies take place around Christmas. And Lethal Weapon is a great Christmas movie. It takes place around Christmas. There are Christmas scenes. It's There's about learning to uh, deal with the differences in people and learn to accept them for who they are and forming a partnership and bond through that and and sharing a a tall course in your fishing boat with someone on Christmas. That's right. That's what it's about. It's about too old for this shit. Friendship and overcoming differences and seeing people for who they are on the inside, even if they're a, a, a grungy, racist, half Australian type character. Man. <laughs> Uh, Vince says it's cliche, but he really likes It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, it's a great movie, man. Jimmy Stewart is yeah. a um, is one of the top actors of all time. Yeah, He's- nothing puts you in the good Christmas mo- spirit than a movie about suicide. Um, you know, that's that's one of those Speaking things. Of, uh, Furious Apology says Scrooged with old uh, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, who's, who's he's gonna be in Northwest Arkansas now, right I think, now. I think he was, it, was this it? past weekend. Son I think he just you just missed it. Um, Scrooge, we actually played Scrooge all last week on uh, the the we have a CRT console television that we've restored and it's going on uh, the Pinpoint TV. We played Scrooge. It was a great one. Mark Landry said, Rare Exports is a favorite Christmas movie. Finish Krampus Monster. It's Rare Exports is really, really, really good. Uh, it, it, it's... It's a it's it's a good kind of Christmas horror. You know, Black Christmas is a great Christmas horror if you're into Christmas horror. Um, it's if you've never seen it, it's it's really great. And girl girls four dot x y z says uh, like hot photo my sister heart emoji. Uh, I'm not familiar with that Christmas movie, but it sounds sexy. Uh, um, yeah, uh, Rachel Bo says that yeah, it's a wonderful life is a classic and perfect. It is a Pretty perfect movie. It's really and good. Violent Night was a surprisingly good addition. To, yes. Uh, which just came out. It's in theaters right now. Uh, a lot of fun. A mm-hmm. lot of fun. Home, home Alone. Home Alone yeah. vibes. Big fun uh, Home Alone vibes. Not so much on Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Uh, and you well, can, what do you mean, bro? The Turtle Doves and, and no, the it's Toy good. Shop? It's, it's not my favorite. I love the first one. That's and you, and you, it, does have, uh, it does have Tim Curry, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You know, can I give y'all a hot take for a second? Christmas movies I don't like. Elf. I don't like Elf either. I don't like Elf. And everybody's like, "Oh, it's such a great Christmas movie! Oh my gosh, he's doing Elf Booth at Pinpoint. Oh, Will Ferrell, he's such a funny guy." I like old uh, old uh, what's his Ed Asner as Santa Claus. Is he? Is he? Oh yeah, he's Santa. Yeah. Elf. I like that. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Elf that I just, I don't, so uh, Rach Bow on Twitch says, have y'all ever seen the new Christmas movie, or the, with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell? Um, I haven't. It was like an Apple yeah, TV Yeah, it was an Apple thing. TV. That's why I haven't seen it I don't yet. have Apple TV, and I didn't see it when it was in theaters for like every bit of three days. Uh, it looks like a remake of Scrooged. It does. Basically. So I, I also, like Will Ferrell, man, I, I, his brand of comedy, like I just... It, I don't know. It really? just, I mean, I, Step Brothers is like one of my favorite movies. See, I'm just like, okay, you know, I like the, uh, uh, the, the Mi Familia or whatever, the one that he was all in Spanish. That was pretty hysterical. I really enjoyed that one. 
And of course, his character in Eastbound and Down is hysterical. But uh, <laughs> uh, Ashley Schaefer. Ashley Schaefer. <laughs> he's the uh, down to my plums. Yeah, he's just a disgusting Ric Flair. Uh, yes, he yeah. is. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm just not a huge Will Ferrell guy. Uh, Vince says we didn't go through Thanksgiving movies because all we need to do is say planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, and Thanksgiving. Uh, those are both great. Well, this one with the turkey, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The, and there's like three or four of those now. But uh, how about here's here's another question. Instead of favorite Christmas movies, how about like just like I said with Elf, hit us in the comments with some of your uh, movies that you don't really like for Christmas that everybody else does. Um, cause you know, that's, that's one of those, the kind of hot topics, you know, my mother, she, she was just, she would never watch Christmas story. She was like, I just don't, that that's kid true. looks so annoying. I just don't like the way his face Dude, looks. I'm so burnt out on Christmas story. I've been burnt out on Christmas story for, but she loves it now. She'd never watched it, but, uh, Vince. Oh, Oh, I, I think that was targeted content. I don't like Nightmare Before Christmas either, and that's one of those things you can't say out loud. I think... You know what I do like, though? Edward Scissorhands. That's a... I'm, I'm going to stay with Vince's comment here. He says, Nightmare Before Christmas and Hook, which Hook is Jake's favorite Christmas it's movie. Favorite Christmas and Nightmare movie. Before Christmas is one of mine. Really? I don't like it. I do. and uh, because Is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Why do you think I like it so much? Uh, because it is a Christmas movie. Um, and if it wasn't a musical, I would like it even better. Mm. But, uh, you know, Henry Selleck, dude, I'm still mad that Tim Burton gets all the credit for it. Henry Selleck was was a, a genius. That movie, I have a whole Nightmare Before Christmas area at Pinpoint for, for the holidays. And I think that if it wasn't a musical, it would be a lot more um, a lot more watchable. Um, Rachel says, big fan of The Grinch. I love yeah, the animated I was, Grinch. I was surprised a lot of people hadn't said uh the classics, Frosty and Rudolph and Grinch and all that. Those are all good, but I'm talking about ones that people don't, that you don't like, that everybody else likes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, I can't believe that Vince doesn't. What's to not like about Hook? It's amazing. I mean, it is really good. Rufy, oh, yeah, a year dude. without Santa Claus. Is that the Rankin Bass one? You know yeah. what is is a a pretty decent movie, but it's hard to sit through. What's that? Uh, uh, the one about the reindeer with Sam Elliott. What's it called? I, I don't remember. It's one of the reindeer's names. Blitzen? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. That one. Furious Policy says, Mystery Science Theater 3000, Santa Claus. Oh, the Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Um, yeah, that's a pretty fun, pretty fun one. Let's see. K Doge on Twitch says, "Sisters definitely got me with the tongue on the frozen pole. Older sisters are the worst." Um, Logan over on Facebook saying, "Bang a rang mm-hmm. in celebration of Hook." Dude, Hook is the best Christmas movie because it's about it's about family. I yeah, uh, Hook is Hook is a great one, and it has Maggie Smith, and it has of course of course Velvet Santa coming in going. Did y'all mention Ernest Saves Christmas? We didn't. That's, That's only because. One. It pales in comparison to Ernest Scared Stupid. This is true because Ernest Halloween always one. wins. Yeah, in a war between Christmas and Halloween, Halloween will always win. Uh, Jake's mom coming in on hot on Facebook saying, "One Magic Christmas is one of my favorites. It has Mary Steenburgen in it, and she lives in she lives in uh, Arkansas." 
Prancer. Prancer. Yeah. Does she I, still okay. live here? She's from here. She's. I think she still does live here or has a house still here because, yeah, she's still married to Ted Danson, hmm. I believe, and they maybe still vacation here. Um, I've met her. She's really nice. Um, Trading Places is considered a Christmas movie. Yeah, because it has that great Dan Aykroyd scene. Uh, oh, he's the, drunk Santa. Drunk Santa he sticks the, the salmon in the beard and is like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Now that one's that one's really great. Um, you know, another movie that, that that I think a lot of people really love that I just can't ever watch the whole thing is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Which one? Any of them? Really? I'm just I don't know. Not a fan. Like, like they just the kind of they kind of bore me. You know? Yeah, but it's like proof of Santa. Oh, Batman Returns. Is that one that you like, or is that one that you're saying you don't like? Oh, if it's if it's Velvet Santa on Twitch, then he loves uh, Batman Returns. Batman Returns is good. Night Ellishly says, can't help but love White Christmas and Love Actually. Probably basic, but I like them. I mean, Love Actually, you know, pretty classic Christmas romantic uh, romantic comedy. Everybody loves Love Actually. Uh, that's the the famous sign scene. I believe uh, that everybody's copied. Um, Harold and Kumar saves Christmas. No I watched one, that no in 3D that at the movie theater. I, I actually enjoy that. The, the 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 stop motion, the Rankin Bass sort of uh, tribute scene. I thought was just great. Did you watch it in the theater? Of course. Did you watch it in 3D? Of course. Yeah, I think it was only 3D, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, Velvet Santa says he likes the Tales from the Crypt episode where the deranged killer is dressed like Santa. I have that on DVD. And then the Crypt Keeper is just like, uh, season's beatings! <laughs> you know, and he comes out and he has a bunch of, like, Christmas jokes. You know, I, I got my Crypt Keeper up here always representing I do love me some Tales from the Crypt. Uh, Vince says that 3D and Jackass 3D were amazing. Jackass 3D was great. Um any, you know, some 3D movies are a lot of fun when they lean into it. Why have we not mentioned? Oh, Jingle All the Way? Yeah, bro. Yeah, we've got Turbo Man sitting back here. Jingle All the Way is a is another really good Christmas movie. It's, I mean, it's the only Arnold Christmas movie, isn't it? I don't think he's in any other Christmassy movies. None are popping out. I think that's it. I mean, True Lies is not a Christmas movie. What, what? What time of year does the movie where he's like the dude who fights demons and hell and all that take end place? End of days. Yeah. What t- yeah, when does end of days not, take not place? Christmas. Oh, you, well, not how, just because it's the birth of Christ. How have like, you not said "Long Kiss Goodnight"? Oh my God, that is that is a holiday film. Gina Davis, Samuel mm-hmm. L. Jackson. That is a great action movie centered around Christmas. Long Kiss Goodnight. I'm gonna have to go watch that. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. That's a great movie. Since I remember, you talked about it last Christmas, probably. I remember I remember when that movie first came out, and I didn't see it in theaters, but I was working at a video store at the time, and it came out on video, and the cover was just like this giant gun between Gina Davis's face and Samuel L. Jackson's face. And I was like, that looks sick. And it indeed was sick. That's a good movie. Uh, Velvet Santa says Arnold was Mr. Freeze, but it doesn't count. No, it does not count. Just because it's snow doesn't mean it's a Christmas I have Christmas a hard time movie. thinking of ones that I like just don't like. Because I don't like Elf, and I, I I don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. But 
I do like most of them. The Santa Claus is the good. Santa Claus. The subsequent sequels of the Santa Claus, I am not a fan not of. Not so good. Even even though they brought Martin Short in to be Jack Frost. Yeah, but it wasn't enough. And did you see the 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 skit that on SNL that Martin Short did recently? Him and Steve Martin hosted SNL, and you know they're hysterical together. Their stand or their live stage show is I've gone is to great. it live. It's amazing. And then their that show only murders in the building is just fantastic. Really, I couldn't get through more than oh, a couple episodes. It's just get you got to get through a couple of them. I got to where they uh, went to Sting's apartment. Oh, and it only gets better from there. Like, it's pretty good. But Martin Short's character in that. Anyway, so they host SNL, and they did a Charles Dickens Christmas where uh, Martin Short is, of course, Ebenezer Scrooge. And he wakes up on Christmas morning, and he's just, like, so excited. And he, 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 you know, the little orphan boy is like, oh, here, take this gold coin. Go get the biggest turkey you can buy. And he throws the coin down, and it, like, stabs the little orphan boy in the eye. And he's like, oh, what have you done? You've blinded me, sir. And he's just like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Well, here's another gold coin and run to the doctor. And he, like, tosses it gently down and it ricochets and gets him in the other eye. And anyway, he just keeps killing all of these people with gold coins. And it's so gory and ridiculous. And then Steve Martin is the ghost of Christmas present. And he comes up and he's like, how are things? Whoa, shit. You know, and he's like, maybe I can help. And then more gold coins and more people die. It's uh, It was so funny. Uh, and you you can check that up on YouTube. It's it's yeah. I saw like the uh, science skit that they did with the two of them. It was uh, pretty good. I'll have to watch more of it. Uh, really like Melody that. Mayhem said the Muppet Christmas Carol uh, could do a, without it. That's a good movie. If that's mm, a hot take. If we're getting rid of Disney property Christmas movies, like there is a uh, Mickey Mouse version of like. Prince and Popper that takes place okay, at Christmas. Okay, I thought you were about to say the Mickey Mouse version of Scrooge, uh, like Ebenezer Scrooge, because I was about to flip this no, fucking table. I'm pretty sure they do the Prince and the Popper at like, Christmas time. Little Mickey kid is like, sl- they're slicing the bean, and like, you know, they're so poor, and like, cr- like what's his name? Cratchit? And yeah. Then he's, and then Scrooge McDuck. Muppet everything. Goofy comes in, he's like, oh, Scrooge, better not be a dick and like you know <laughs> Muppet everything pre 2000s Ebenezer don't be an asshole <laughs> and uh, yeah it's a classic and then oh dude and then the like the other little Christmas the ghost the of Dis- Christmas present in the Muppets movie is just too good I don't see how you can write that off it's, it's I would best. say in the terms of Muppets if you got Muppet Treasure Island and Muppet Christmas Carol I would take Treasure Island over Christmas Carol but they're both pretty good I don't like the Jim Carrey animated Christmas Carol I will agree. Uh, and it took a long time for live action Grinch to grow on me. Yeah, I'm still in that in between. I watched phase. it in the movie theater and I was like, I don't like this. This is There's not the Grinch. Certain brands of Jim Carrey that I'm not a big fan of. Uh, Mark Landry says he's decided that Dumb and Dumber is a Christmas movie. It's set in winter and a main character is named Lloyd Christmas. Well, would that make would that make that James Bond movie where he like bangs that girl named Christmas, and then at the very end of the movie he goes, "I guess Christmas does come more than once a year," and it's just like, and just like, what the hell did I just watch? Freaking James Bond. Um, the Beavis and Butthead Christmas special is pretty funny. Says Velvet Santa on Twitch. Um, 
Yeah, I remember that part. Here lies Beavis. He never scored. Uh, Rach Bo says that they love, with lots of ease, the live action well, so It took a while for it to grow on me. Like, at first, I really did not like it, but I've gotten to where I'm pretty okay with it. Uh, Radio Silk says Treasure Island is my shit. Um, up at Treasure Island is is actually pretty good. Um, man, I'm going back and I'm thinking I'm thinking about those the Disney anime. That's one of my favorites. The Disney anime with like Chippendale and the tree, and then they're just like causing a complete ruckus with Mickey's tree and like Pluto's over there. Like, hey, dummy, we got rodents in our tree, and he's like, oh, shut the fuck up, dog. Well, you're stupid. Go sit in the kennel. And like, uh, and he's like, no. And Pluto's trying to be a good boy, and then like Chippendale, these assholes are unscrewing light bulbs and throwing them at the dog and then like breaking ornaments and then mickey like paddles his dog he's like you're being a bad dog and like and then you feel so bad for pluto but then but then mickey discovers the chipmunks and they like pretend they're little nutcrackers and stuff and it's so cute and then at the end they all become friends and learn the meaning of christmas yeah except for pluto's been beaten for no reason yeah well he's he learned to speak like goofy did you dumb dog Why is Pluto the only animal in the Disney universe that can't talk? It's his fault. Gorsh! Says Rachebo. Um, let's see. Anyway, oh, dude, we have to do the box office. We need to do we're the just box sitting office. here. That's it for Christmas we're just, movies. We're, yeah, that's, that's, that's all for Christmas movies. So we got to do the box office report. It's the last thing we do in the show before we wrap it up. We give you the top 10 movies in America from number 10 all the way to number one. We just do domestic box office totals for a reason because that is what all the producers and studios look at to justify whether or not they want to make a green light. That's why everybody's saying, like, Avatar. It, even though it made $447 million in the international market this past weekend, they're going, well, what? it didn't make a hundred and... Yeah, dude. Or, excuse me, $307 million. Pardon me. Uh, thanks for the cheer, Furious Prology. 5,000 cheers. Hey, Heck nice. yeah. Thank you. That's a big one. Um, but, 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 so, you know, despite the fact that Avatar made almost a half billion dollars this weekend, they're like going, it didn't do 150 million in America, so it must not be good. Um, so anyway, we're going to give it, oh, another 300 from Rainbow. Thank you for the cheer. Nice. Thanks. It's yeah. just Christmas. It's, it's the spirit of Christmas. Merry Chrissy. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to give it over to Jake, number 10. What to do? Here we go, number 10, and it's third week for a Fathom event, which is a lot. Uh, I heard the bells bringing in $310,000 this past weekend. Actually, $12 shy of $311,000, bringing its domestic total up to $4.9 million. I feel like that's quite a bit and quite a long time for a Fathom event. In its ninth week of release, Black Adam coming in at number nine brought in 445,000. Its domestic total sits at only 167.6 million dollars. One of the reasons why they are revamping the DC universe and handing the reins to James Gunn. So he where it's going to be wacky and mixtapey. Yeah, more mixtape the movie. Uh, and then in its uh, release, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, 75th anniversary out right now. Another uh, Fathom event. Had a weekend date, brought in $734,000. Not bad for a movie that's been out for forever. It's uh, 75 years. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and in almost 1,000 theaters. 
Not oh, man. Dude, like it's crazy the past couple of weeks how many Fathom events have been in the top 10. Oh, it's dude, good. Vince coming in with a big cheer. Just boom, 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 boom. Up in those cheers, hyping that train. Thank you. Twitch is fun. Dude, big preach. Uh, in its sixth week of release, coming in at number seven, holding that number seven spot, the Fablemans brought in 743,000. Its grand domestic total is 8.6 million, still under 1,000 theaters. Uh, if you want to see Spielberg talking about Spielberg being Spielberg, that's the movie. Uh, then number six in its fourth week, Devotion, 780,000 brought in this weekend, bringing its domestic total up to 18 million. More cheers, sick. They got a we've we got we just set an all time record of hype train cheers. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. Thank uh, you guys. We're at level four, sixty one percent. We're almost to level five. Is that the highest we've been? Level four? I know, isn't that sad? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, night hours with more cheers, a hundred more cheers. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Sixty four percent. I don't know. I've got, I've got like a progress bar and it has no, like things it. bopping around and like little cones with confetti. Mm-hmm. Like hype okay. train at the end of the show. Just do it. Do it big. Uh, in the fifth spot, the menu in its fifth week out. More cheers. I'm about getting these cheers. That's so much fun. Uh, 1.6 million brought in by the menu. Its grand total at 32 million. Not bad for a movie that not too many people probably heard about. It's still in theaters. Go see this movie. It's so good. Uh, and then coming in at number four in its fourth week out from Disney, Strange World. Rageboat gifted a sub. Dang. We're yes. Getting... 91%. We're almost to level five. <laughs> Dude, you're so hyped about the hype train, bro. Dude, well, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Strange World brought in 2.2 million. Its total is at 33.7. Not anything what Disney wanted it to be, but you got to advertise to get people to go to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at Devotion. And then number three in its third week out, Violent Night, that we reviewed on the show. We 1,500. Just Jeez. hit level five. Do, 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 do. Noises going to the Doom voice, yeah, or like the Halo Arena voice. Level five, we did it, we made it together. I don't think we'll have, I don't think we'll make it to number six. I don't think we can make it to level six, but we did level four complete. And look, geez, you guys, you can't even see the, the like the shit we got, but we're already at 47 50 percent to level six. This is escalating farther than I'd ever possibly imagined. <laughs> Whoa, we're this doing is, it. This is crazy. You're doing it, Peter. We're flying. We're making fake food. Um, 53%. Not just more cheer. Dang, more. Look at this. Can you even, they, they, like, we're, we're overtime. We're into overtime. This is like, this is the World Cup of the driving speaker box right now. We're into overtime. And few, just more more points, more bits. This is, this is just, this is, this is a Christmas miracle. I like it. It's good. If we make it to level six, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to happen. You're going to blow your top, bro. I'm going to blow something. Wait, wait a minute. 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 One very special viewer of the <laughs> speaker box. Some subscriber giving it away. <laughs> okay. Uh, number two. Number two. Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. And it's six week out. 5.3 million. More gifted viewers. That's the titties. Uh, Black Panther has brought in $418.9 million in its domestic run. Uh, and then, of course, coming in, number one, Avatar with its $134 million in the U.S., another 301 overseas. It has uh, 400 some odd 
uh, million dollars out there. It's nearly a half a billion opening uh, weekend. Uh, I don't know if it opened earlier outside the U.S. or was it all at once? I think it was all. At I think once, it was yeah. all at once. So it's brought in uh, plenty of money. But James Cameron said it needs to make two billion dollars uh, for them to even start making their money back. Uh, so he better start getting money like we are getting these cheers. Jeez, yeah, I mean we're we're avataring the the we're avataring avatar. Cheered another freaking thousand. We just made it to level six. Have you ever been to level six? If we were like in Scientology, we would be one step away from Tom Cruise. <laughs> we would be there, level level seven Zordoms or whatever the whatever the hell they have there. We would be we would be Pandorans, like blue. We, we we level we are into level six territory. This is a new record. This is what the I just I don't. What happens? How many levels are there? Is this what it feels like to be a a, a Twitch person? Maybe like so. an important Twitch person, like you know, this calls for Malort. <laughs> is is what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, Jake, I have some. You have some Coke. I have some vanilla vodka that has not touched my mouth because I pour that into Coke exclusively. If you would like to celebrate with me, or actually, we could drink from the cup of Jesus. That is a carpenter's cup. <laughs> the, the 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 holy grail. It's right here. We've got it. I don't know that I want to drink from that. I then, wouldn't recommend it. As soon as you do, we can't pass the seal. What if your face melts? Uh let's see. That dirty that mm, that dirty sock. Vince says level six plus the mile high club. Uh Fierce Apology says there isn't a slick doggy takes a drink button. Well because I have to drive and I have to work. It's actually it's not okay for me to do this. I also have to do both. Yeah, but you can you can take a sip with your job. I can, yeah. Jeez, how tight did you put this thing on there? More cheers keep rolling in. Look, there he is. He's getting a celebratory swig of van- vanilla vodka with his with his Coca-Cola or he's gonna, yeah, he's going to put Coca-Cola in there. Yeah. I mean, I could just drink it, I guess. I don't know. See, I've got a bag of Arby's roast beef sandwiches that I can eat on the drive home. That's right there. Exclusive content. 20. Sad content. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to our live. Merry Christmas. We've got, I'm drinking Malort with a sack full of roast beef Arby's sandwiches. Drunk of the Arby's. is Dunk the Arby's in the drink? No. I'll do it. You'll dunk a roast beef into a vanilla vodka Coke. Yeah, pinch me off a piece. I'll do it for Vince. It'll be au jus. Uh, it's okay. All right. Look at this hype train. Level Dude, the six. man has given us so many bits. If he wants us to put roast beef into the liquor, we'll do... Pinch you off a piece of that RBs. What's wrong yeah. with this? Well, th- th- this is... Th- okay. He's All right, here it is. Dunkin the au jus. God, this is what people do for money. Oh, my God. Yum. How was that? I mean, it's a thing. Mm. Should I dunk it in Malort and see what it looks like? Yeah. Uh, Furious Apology says, thanks for all the entertainment over the past year, fellas. Hey, no problem. You're welcome. Thanks for being, sticking with us and being part of it. Being a true fan of the drive-in speaker box. I don't, because we don't really get paid for this. This costs me a lot of money to yeah. do. 
And thank you, K-Doge. More cheering. We're 30% to level 7. Um, Night Alice says, yes, thank you. We look forward to Mondays. Um, we, I mean, and that's one of the reasons, honestly, Driving Speaker Box has always been on a Monday. And and there's a reason behind that. And that reason because is the box, office, the box office comes out. All the news comes out. And... Um, it's it's a day that you know what else are you doing on a monday you know and that was always kind of the idea of like to bring this entertainment to folks and you know the show has changed dramatically a lot over the years to where you know i never thought in a million years it'd turn into a twitch live stream mm. never thought i'd be a twitch streamer uh, much less like a podcaster i mean i remember i i uploaded podcasts to itunes before people knew what podcasts were um and velvet sand over on twitch he says i'm really digging the old episodes um because the old, I mean, it was it's it was a it was a different show, you know. And I mean, some of those episodes, uh, I think back back in the day, Vince, who you know, one of our longtime listeners, and he's been a Patreon subscriber back when we did that, um, as a gift, I I gave him a link to an archive folder of a bunch of years worth of episodes back before that I can't post online because they feature film scores and you know copyright infringement, you know, because I'm not on the radio anymore. Um, but it, it was, it, you know, it's, it, it's been, it's been a really long, long ride. It's fun when I interact with people. Holy shit. Did we just make it to seven? Let's see. What is this? We received a strong, a level five. What, what, what the hell is even happening? All time record shattered. We've reached new levels of support and what, what, oh, 35% on the level six. It's a, oh my God. I, I don't know what I just did, but I clicked a thing. Wow. Is that what we we got? Was eleven thousand bits? I can do this choo choo with a with a thing with a look. Everybody got everybody got one of those things. We got a choo choo emote guy. That's cool. Twitch is neat. Like for those of you that are listening to this extended episode on Spotify or Google Tunes or iMusic or Google whatever Tunes. the hell you do, um, you know it. It's uh, Twitch is a lot of fun. It's really changed the show uh, because before well, we did this on the radio, we wouldn't be eating an Arby sandwich. Um, we we wouldn't be interacting with guests. We would be kind of going through our motions, talking about all our talking points, and doing all that stuff. Well, when we had um, uh, Periscope, Periscope set up mm-hmm. on the break, we would then uh, there was exclusive stuff just for. Periscope viewers such as Vince, uh, who we would then interact with between segments during the musical breaks and things like that. Velvet Sands says, imagine how well we'd be doing on OnlyFans. Not. No. Not well. No one wants to see this. Yeah. Unfortunately, neck down, not, not such attractive dudes. Yeah. That's why we're always seated. It's just... The money maker right here. Mm-hmm. All the time. Uh, well, I guess me. I'm neck up. I'm not exactly the most handsome dude either. I guess. But that's why I got a big mustache and long hair to cover it up. The power of hair. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Twitch has been a really, really fun experiment for us. Um, you know, Ooh. because we don't advertise really, really big online. We don't. You know. This isn't our lives like some of these other streamers. Um, 
I'm sure we could get more followers. I'm sure we could get ourselves out there a lot more and, you know, sit up here all day and just (laughs) talk about nothing. But um, for us, it's like I would rather have less less viewers and the viewers that we have be like you guys, you Mm. know, um, that are really engaged and and really into what we're doing. Um, And it makes it more personal. Like, you know, I look at some of these Twitch streams and it's just like hundreds of comments flying through there at a time and there's just like really no way to interact with that you know people and, and, and not really comment on it i see a lot of twitch streamers that just like read the thing and acknowledge it and they're like yep you said this and they don't they're not able to like explore those ideas or talk about those things there's a couple that are really good at it like there was a uh sea of Thebes, uh streamer that i would follow every time there were drops and things like that and uh, there were a few times where I would comment and, and he would see it and talk back. And that was that's actually kind of cool sometimes when it is a bigger streamer uh, and they're able to see and, and comment back on things. Well, now that I've finished this Arby's sandwich and the hype train has ended, it was time for us to go. Jake's got to get to work. I've got things I have to do. I have to make a whole bunch of birdie bots every flavored shots tonight. Gross. Um might take this bottle of Malort. Well, I can't because I've been drinking out of this one. Um, I might go get a fresh bottle of Malort and make some of those. But we've got one, two, what? One and a half more weeks left of the Christmas theme at Pinpoint. If you guys live here in Northwest Arkansas, you can check that out. And how much for you to take a vomit shot? Is that one of your Birdie Bots flavors? Do you have vomit and boogers? No, the, the, we've done. I've done pickle. I've done coffee. I did a Thanksgiving cranberry sauce and stuffing. I've done uh, rumple mints. I've done malort. I've done fernet. Wait, but um, you don't do any of them as nasty ones, like real birdie bots. Like you don't have a bird shit flavor. Well, because if you think about it, like when a guest comes to our bar and gets the shot, they don't have like a color-coded guide to go, oh, what did I just eat? Oh, it was farts. (laughs) You know, and there's a thing about like attaching a flavor to your mind and and your mouth at the same time, right? You just have to kind of guess. So you get this flavor, and if you don't like it, you're not going to go, oh, it's coffee. I literally had to explain to a guy that it was coffee. And you'd think like coffee is a pretty unmistakable flavor, right? Mm. But this guy couldn't figure it out. It was just black. And he's just, and it didn't taste like jello that he's normally used to. He's <laughs> like, oh, God, what is this crap? Let someone drink Malort and they're like, what the hell is it? Like, oh, it's athlete's foot. Well, right. You like, could just tell oh. them and they go, oh, okay, got it. But I had to explain this guy. I was like, well, what did you get? And he's like, oh, I don't even know shit. And I was like, well, did you smell it? And he's like, oh, and I was like, let me smell it. That's coffee. And he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, it tastes just like coffee. I'm like, yeah, it is, dummy. But without those prompts, you know, because Birdie Bots is brilliant because on the back of the box, it shows you which one's booger and pee-pee and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so... Yeah. Imagine how much worse it is in the wizarding world where it's real and it's not just from some extraction machine that mm-hmm. friggin' uh, Jelly Belly came up with. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna... Someone like magically whisked a dog turd into a jelly bean just for some 10 year old to like <laughs> down it. Oh, I see the activity feed. K Doge. Thank you, Carl, for making me drink one more sip of Malort. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Merry Christmas. What? At least one of the Harry Potters is a 
Christmas movie because the majority of it takes place during Christmas, and I yeah. don't know which one it is, but. I have a, a, a Harry probably, Potter themed Christmas booth at Pinpoint right probably now. Probably one of the first two because Christopher Columbus. Sorcerer's Stone. First one, Pro, Christopher yeah. Columbus. There it is. Uh, Vince says, Day After Christmas Show. I was planning on it. I'll be here. Boxing Day. Yeah, why not? Boxing Day! <laughs> G- garbage Day! Yeah, how come no one mentions Silent Night, Deadly Night? Is it really a Christmas movie, though? Silent Night, Deadly Night? How much of it takes place during Christmas? All of it. He's dressed as Santa, and he goes and kills his neighbor. When he shoots the dude in the middle of the day, that's not on Christmas. Garbage day! It's like at the end of the movie when he's Santa coming into the house and everything. Yeah, that movie's so weird. It's weird. It's fun. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, isn't it? The garbage day scene? Yes. I don't think it's part one. No. And he shoots the dude in the beetle and it like flips and, it flips and blows over. Up. It's like some John Matrix shit from Commando. And he's <laughs> he's, he's like this. <laughs> so oh, good. man. Okay, so join the Discord. Talk to us in the Discord. You'll learn fun things. Like something that I learned as much as I know about TV and movie and film and all the things, entertainment. What I learned the other day by seeing a local Comic-Con poster for something coming up in a few weeks in January. Yeah, there's, it's a lot. Of, it's stacked. The dude from Road Warrior is the same guy that played uh, Bennett from uh, Commando. Carl Weathers? No, what? No, what? No. Bennett, like, let off some steam. Bennett. Bennett. That's Carl Weathers. It's not Carl Weathers. I'm pretty sure. He's Australian guy. No. We got you pushing too many pencils, eh, Bennett? This guy right here, where they do the handshake. No, dude, his name That's not Bennett. Bennett. His name's not Bennett. Carl. Yeah, Vernon Wells. Weathers, Predator. He was, D- oh, Dylan. Yeah. Who was Bennett? Or did he say Dylan? Discord invite invalid for Rachebo. Uh, someone link the d- Discord again. Vince, you're perfect. You're so good at that. Too many pantsles. Predator in the woods. I'm right here. Come get me. All right. Well, there it is. There's a Discord. We got to go. We got to go. We got to shut it down. We got to get to the get to the chopper. We have to go. There it is. Hey. I do a good Arnold. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, again, for the Pinpoint uh, is not open oh, Mondays. Speaking of Arnold, uh, one movie we did watch. We did watch a movie. We forgot. What we, did we watch? We watched Conan. We watched Conan in theaters. In the theater. 40th anniversary. It was super good. It was amazing. Glow. That's but, when he was wrestling the snake. He's like, Glow. Yeah, being able to see a movie like that Glum. in the theater and hear the hear the music, bum, 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 it really brings bum, it bum, to life bum, and, and bum, makes it that much bum, more fun. Bum, 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 and seeing James Earl Jones' eyes in the theater. I am the wellspring of yeah. which you flow. It's so good. God, so good. Uh, and then you got to see Scrapped storyline. And then Mako. Yeah. I am an evil sorcerer. And then he's like, uh, they laugh at each other. Yeah. Fire don't burn there. Why are you crying? But it does. And then Valeria comes back as a super badass. Do you want to live forever? Yeah. God, I could just, we could probably recite that. We could probably recite that movie. Yeah. From start to finish. You know what? Fuck you, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Valeria is a badass, and no one had to sit there and shove it down your throat and tell you, listen, okay, even though Valeria's a girl, she's um, she's really tough, okay? 
No, Valeria she, was just like badass she, number one she in the Conan whipped crew. Conan and Subutai into shape. Like she was the leader of that team. Conan got his dumbass killed, and Valeria fought off the specters trying to take his soul, and she wouldn't let him have him because he suffered on the and tree of like, woe. I will pay like, the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The wizard. He said I would pay the price. Yeah, Valeria's badass. Yeah, Valeria was the OG. She was just like, I just want jewels. I want to have some sex and some booze and party all the time and steal from these snakes. And they're like, I don't know. And she's like, you want to live forever? Let's let's get out of here. I'm going to jump off this building. And they're like, oh, Jesus, you're crazy. Like, Valeria was awesome. Awesome. Not actually said that Valeria and Red Sonia were her idols, perfect idols to have. Dude, Red Sonia was also awesome. Uh, The extra footage was scrapped storylines with Maxwon Sidow's king being assassinated by his own soldiers or people wearing his own soldiers' uh, armor. And it was how Arnold, um, how Conan and the thief guy... Uh, what was his name? Subutai. Subutai. How they got Thief the uh, the lizards on a stick that they were eating. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it was really the uh, Max von Sydow stuff. And behind the scenes, you got to hear the blood packs like explode popping. and stuff. You got to hear like the onset sound before it was uh, overdubbed and, and had sounds put Foley over. art. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I'm glad they scrapped that storyline because Max von Sydow is oh, too cool. And the very last scene was when the the dogs actually when when Conan falls into the Atlantean tomb and then he uh, he's oh, like running he up there bit. and the dogs actually pull him down and In bite him life, and he yeah. goes, "Oh God damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, all right, we got to get out of here. This extended edition Driving Speedworks Christmas special, whatever the hell you want to call it. We got to go uh, like and subscribe, subscribe, download these podcasts wherever it is you download podcasts. Uh, send us some subs over on Twitch or YouTube or send us stars on Facebook or whatever it is you do to do the things that it is you do. And uh, we're going to get out of here. Thank you all for tuning in. Have a Merry Christmas. Make good decisions. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa, Advent, uh, Krampusknacht, like whatever it is you celebrate. Hanukkah started recently. Hanukkah is light your candle. Um, Do all that stuff. Or don't. Like just, you know, hail Satan, whatever it is you're into. So, um, all right. We're out of here, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.